time for some overlooked stocks. George Tillis is the movers that you missed in today's action. George, let's go to tech and let's talk some software. Upland Software is the company that you're looking at today. Definitely uh, overlooked for sure, George. Tell me about it. Well, OJ, uh, we're getting close. Uh, what I mean by this is, is we're getting perhaps close to some major trend reversals. And a lot of these uh, software companies, which are, uh, for the lack of a better word, just terrible in the last uh, 52 weeks or so. Uh, Upload is one of these companies. It's, it's a cloud-based enterprise resource management uh, software company. Uh, they effect effectively focus on uh, what they call workforce or workforce knowledge management software, but also of an integrated, interesting uh, software that integrates IT uh, services alongside process excellence, marketing, uh, but also finance. So, you know, when I look at this company and I also look at uh, what it does, I try to think of major competitors. And in fact, one of the uh, three, or actually one of the three largest companies that we're familiar with, Workday, Salesforce.com, and ServiceNow, uh, Upland seems to have sort of a combination of these three types of software. So. It is a very small company uh, from the standpoint of it being a, a small cap, about 635 million. But this is a business that uh, has been around for quite some time, but is focused more on the, uh, the government sector, uh, particularly local and municipal governments, uh, public libraries, uh, school districts, and so forth, but also the SMBs, which is the small and medium-sized businesses. So mm. I think if uh, you're looking for a potential major trend reversal in a cloud-based software company in the workforce management, uh, areas of the uh, the industry group, this is certainly one to keep an eye on. All right. Uh, so, George, I mean, just a terrible year, though. So, uh, you know, 12 yeah. percent bounce today uh, brings it up to the highest level of bounce a month, uh, but uh, traded at fifty three dollars uh, uh, back in May last year. So paying a particularly brutal price for the unwind in this sector. George, uh, looking at this stock in an M&A uh, lens, uh, is it a takeover target? Is it a combo target? Uh, where does it fit in? So uh, it's a good question. I looked at a couple things about this company. Uh, one, it, it did move to the upside and, and Raymond James actually adjusted their price target on the stock to 30 from 35. The, uh, the analysts that cover the company, there's about eight of them have about a $35 price target. The company also recently announced an acquisition, a small acquisition of a company called Objective Loon, which is basically in the uh, the knowledge-based uh, uh, enterprise resource management software solutions. So it's basically a complementary or a bolt-on acquisition. The other thing about Upland is it's gone through uh, quite a few acquisitions. Uh, it bought a smaller rival in Australia last year. Its five-year top-line sales growth is around 30%. But if you look at last quarter, organically, it just didn't grow very much, around 2.5%. Uh, there is something uh, that I did find interesting about the company in the sense that, one, if you look at it, uh, it is profitable on an adjusted basis, but on a gap basis, it's not profitable. But uh, out of the total revenue last year, about $334 million, the company did generate $50 million in free cash flow with about $48 million in free operating cash flow. Now, why is that important? Well, it gives me an idea that even though the company is still away from consistent profitability, it's getting close. And, and I think it's one certain, certainly a small company, keep an eye on, I never make recommendations, but I, I think overall it's a company that's near break even. Uh, it is again, uh, not necessarily quite there yet, but I've seen again, uh, especially in this market environment where these companies aren't being favored because of the fact that they don't have profitability, 
the market typically will favor companies that have positive free cash flow and are improving in that metric. And I think this is certainly one to keep an eye on. Okay. Interesting, uh, George, in a time maybe that we do start watching some of these rebounds to see if they turn into right. any trend after just such uh, brutal selling. Accolade is another right. business you're looking at today, uh, Pennsylvania-based uh, tech, uh, but also a health business, uh, too. So walk me through what's happening here, George, kind of similar in some ways to the stock that we just talked about. Yeah. So, yeah, similar performance and also similar in when it comes down to uh, some of the uh, profitability profile metrics, not as good as Upland on a relative basis, but it is a different company uh, for Accolade, which is basically in the software space. Uh, it is in the healthcare information services industry. It basically offers technology-enabled solutions to help, again, uh, customers of, uh, of health insurance companies as well as employees uh, better understand their healthcare policies to negotiate and navigate the complexities that are uh, in the healthcare information space, OJ, as well as utilize better health uh, information guidance solutions. So the company did report earnings. Uh, it actually came in with uh, top line sales that were pretty impressive. You know, uh, I talked about uh, Upland just a second ago. It had about two and a half percent revenue growth last quarter with five, uh, 30 percent five year growth rate. Here we're actually seeing for uh, uh, Accolade. Uh, top line sales growth, which beat the estimates, were 117% higher than where they were last year. And last quarter, I did a comparison as well, up 99%. So we're actually seeing accelerating top line sales growth. And in this last reported uh, quarter, over 100% uh, uh, on a year-over-year -year comparison. The other thing is uh, uh, BTIG adjusted the price target on the stock from 60 to 35. So they've got a little bit more of a conservative price target, which I think is, is probably uh, warranted in this case, but despite its its high profitability uh, growth profile, it is structurally challenged from a margin standpoint. It is, again, a company with impressive top-line sales, but again, steep operating losses, because despite those top-line sales growth numbers, the operating losses are close to 60%, and that's quite high uh, for a company like this. So what I see here is I see a growth company, but I don't necessarily see a company that's very efficiently run. Uh, and I can't uh. explain uh, uh, why, but uh, I, that's what I see from a financial standpoint. But major competitors, which are larger scale, include companies like McKesson and Cerner. Uh, McKesson is, is up nicely this last year with yeah. information systems. Uh, but if you look at its free cash flow, uh, it's positive about $4 billion uh, on about uh, uh, $28 billion in sales. So it's got you know uh, mid-teens to high-teens free cash flow relative to sales growth. And that's really what the market wants, OJ, when it comes down to anything in the software space, they want free cash flow, mm -hmm. preferably profitability. McKesson has both of those for, uh, in the unfortunate case. Accolade has great top line sales growth, but it's uh, it's far from profitability. So can uh, McKesson just push around a uh, company like uh, Accolade or does that make sense as a tie-in? You know, it's a good question. And what I see with Accolade is a very specific company when it comes down to healthcare informatics. Uh, when you look at McKesson, you know, it's got various uh, divisions. It's got a, you know, a PBM, mm, a, a pharmacy huge. benefit management division. It also has a software uh, and, and healthcare inf uh, informatics uh, 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 company as well. Uh, Cerner also is a little bit of a blended healthcare company. So these companies, and even IBM is in this space, uh, are larger conglomerates versus Equity, which is a little bit more specific. And that's why you're getting such great phenomenal growth but that's also one of the detrimental components of its business. It has to really compete with some of these giants. 
Uh, it is growing market share, but unfortunately, from a profitability standpoint, it's still struggling. All right, George, nice uh, uh, software focus here. You got one more in tech for us. TSRI is the ticker, TSR Incorporated. A weird uh, trading day today, huge rally, then gave some of it back, still ended up 28% staffing business uh, that employs uh, tech uh, that should, I guess, be able to benefit from uh, a huge amount of jobs open, looking to get filled. Yeah, if you look at TSR, uh, OJ, it's, uh, I would put it in the camp of a return to work or return to office kind of stock. It's an, effectively an IT outsourcing company. It's actually a very small and obscure company. Uh, it's hard to find some information on it. Market cap is only $21 million, uh, But basically, they provide mainframe services, uh, IT network operations, uh, personal computers, you know, uh, outsourcing the, uh, the, the, uh, the build out of those things, as well as client support. The other thing is they actually have uh, other services like video uh, and of course uh, 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 support services for voice, special projects, as well as internet and e-commerce. Now, uh, the company did report earnings. What was interesting enough, uh, they, they came with top line sales of around 24 million for the quarter. So if you annualize that, just give or take, it's close to 100 million uh, effectively in sales, but look at the market cap, it's only 21 million. So that in of itself is, you know, uh, one of the reasons why the stock was higher, the small market cap certainly did help uh, push the stock to the upside, but they did report a gap profit of 12 cents. And I think that's also important here with about 6.3 million in cash. And uh, doing the numbers, that cash position is about $3 a share. So you've got uh, effectively about 25% of the company's uh, capital structure, equity and cash with profitability, uh, with top line sales, which grew 49% on a year over year basis. So. You know, I'm not saying it's a, it's a buy, but it's an interesting one that's uh, uh, sort of hidden. When it comes down to size and scale, it does compete with bigger players out there like Accenture. IBM is also in this space, uh, as well as um, Wipro, which is essentially a uh, IT outsourcing, outsourcing firm out of India, mm. which is actually one of the largest global IT outsourcing companies out there. So TSR is a small company. Uh, it is profitable generating pretty significant top-line sales growth and, and subsequently some pretty, uh, pretty nice price action today. Okay, once again, a comparison chart with IBM on it and underperforming. Uh, part of the lesson I'm taking away from today's Overlook stocks is there's a lot of businesses chipping away at the um, perhaps overly diversified AB, uh, IBM uh, business. So nice finds, George. Uh, keeping our eyes on some of these smaller to mid-cap tech companies that got thrashed as we see up days, they are certainly big winners on days like today. We'll keep them on our list to see if uh, there's some M&A that happens here. It seems like a lot of real potential for that to happen. George Tillis, the overlooked stock expert. Thanks, George. Joining us from Salt Lake, our contributor.